This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. CCA Health Rhode Island, Commonwealth Care Alliance, or CCA, is a multi-state integrated care system influencing innovative models of complex care nationwide. CCA Health's Uncommon Care model focuses on sustainable and evidence-based healthcare breakthroughs that improve the health and well-being of people with significant needs and is consistently recognized as one of the best models in the country at identifying and serving traditionally hard-to-reach individuals. CCA is excited to bring uncommon care to Rhode Islanders with a range of Medicare Advantage plans. Learn more by visiting commonwealthcarealliance.org backslash Rhode Island. All right, so welcome into Inside Rhode Island Music on the Bartholomew Town Podcast presented by Elmwood Songwriters Club. Today we have a really special and really cool story that is um I'm I'm really excited to discuss and joining us are three legends in Rhode Island in one way shape or form uh Donald Torres, Kathleen Layton and Ian Campanano and Campo Piano. Campo Piano. Wow. I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad. Campo Piano. It is a tough one. It's a tough one. And and oftentimes I will ask like how do i pronounce your name i just wanted to uh, see if i could win some bonus points right out of the gate so clearly i'm not entitled to those points and i apologize for mispronouncing your name right out of the gate happy monday you could say e and c yeah i i like that it's like me with bill b it's just sometimes the easier way to go but getting down into uh the weeds of course but let's let's talk about what is a really beautiful project that was created the man the myth the legend and what this project is and i guess ian let's start with you you know you're you're with the trudeau center talk about your work and talk about from your standpoint where this project came from um so i've been working with trudeau for uh like almost 18 years now and um donnie i've I've known donnie for over a decade he's always been into like creating music into hip-hop um, and we've recorded songs in the past, um, you know, maybe 2010, 2011, like over, you know, a while, a while back. Um, but this time, um, you know, after the government shutdowns and all that stuff, and we got back to, you know, normal, um, he was like, let's do a full, I want to do a full length album. So I said, okay. And we, we just started from scratch. We, wrote you know the first song went all the way to track 10 or whatever um and just you know went piecemeal just track by track and took about a year um he he's into different things so he'll come up with ideas um and i'll just kind of try to shape them um almost like a producer would i guess um that's kind of the basics behind it we uh we hang out um Mm -hmm. And we listen to music and do some basic stuff and mm-hmm. and making making the record though is kind of like it's more involved. Mm-hmm. So um, I really wanted to just put it out there. I want I wanted to make like you know make it look presentable, put it out on CD, something he could give to his mm-hmm. family and friends and share. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know maybe maybe do another one. Just keep oh, keep yeah. rolling with it. Keep it going. And there's something about making music or any creative project that it's it becomes an extension of us. But it also let's be honest about it. It can out 
outlive us all. It will outlive us all in terms of what we understand to be life. And you're kind of cementing a legacy. Donnie, are you are you happy with the record? Oh, yeah, I do. Well, that's a good sign because I can say as an artist, oh, yeah. a lot of times you're like, am I happy with this or you know, am I just glad it's done? So that's a really beautiful thing. You have an event coming up and I'll mention it. The event is coming up this Friday and it's at the training center and talk about the event, Ian, and and what people can expect from that. Um, Well, it's like a CD release party um, and it's basically going to be a dance party. There's going to be a DJ. They're going to play the record. They're going to play probably like, music that he likes like drake and future and uh some other guys too can't think oh, of them yeah. all. um and there'll be uh, i think there'll be pictures and snacks and it'll just oh, be yeah. a good place to get together hang out and share in the experience of his record the man the myth the legend um it's a great accomplishment um and uh you know it'd just be a great way to get everybody together to to listen to it and have a good time community unity um and uh you know like you said just creating is is such an important piece so i think it's just good to share it with everybody from the agency the clients everybody um to just see you know potential where where you could go you know you you think there's a wall but you can keep pushing and there's things you can do that you just have to focus on and uh get through those barriers Mm -hmm. definitely Kathleen, you you obviously this is on the surface. It doesn't take much to understand why this is a really amazing accomplishment and it's a really cool story in our community. But talk about it from the the sort of framing of it as I hate to use this word because it's mm-hmm. sort of demeaning, but the pitch that you present on why this is such a compelling story from your standpoint. Sure. Um, working at the Trudeau Center, I so often think this is the story of the year. This is the story of the year because working with people with disabilities um, will change your life and perhaps sometimes you may change their life. Um, This one, I am a big rock and roll fan, big local music fan, big Donald fan, okay? So Donald works at EB. He works at EB. So that's part of um, his services here at the Trudeau Center. Um, He gets workforce development and he works with Ian. So I see Donald most days when he comes back from EB. He he works there in- um, Oh yeah, yep. You help clean EB, right? Yeah, I clean maintenance. Maintenance. Oh yeah, yeah. And he is the most popular person at EB. And I know that, right? On your birthday, what happens? The whole place is celebrating Donald's birthday. Beautiful. Um, so there's so many connections in the community and um i've been at trudeau for four years and i can't believe there was a rock star in my midst and i didn't know so somebody tells me about and i am talking about donald but i'm also talking about ian um so like i didn't know that and then i remember i remember the band um so this is just a story that i have been sharing with everybody um, we do have a new leader here at the Trudeau Center, a new president and CEO. Um, his name is Dr. Al Barrio. So I not only did I pitch it to media, I pitched the party. Um, and he said, great, 
no bar. That was the only thing I didn't get, which I understand. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there'll be food, there'll be a DJ. We do have recreational dances for our um, adult community with disabilities frequently. This will be like that, but much more. Um, and a cotton candy machine. Yeah. I, I don't know. About well, Hello. <laughs> so we're we're here to party down and Donald, um, we will have a DJ, so Donald will not be performing. He will be too busy partying, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what the other thing I think is amazing is um the production. Like you you may just want to because when you explained how you produced the album, I was blown away. Yeah, I mean it's I would just basically, you know, make a hip hop type beat. I create it, I create the music, create the beat, you know, drum machines and whatnot. And then he would have, um, I would try to get like a theme from him. So we'd have yeah, a theme. Yeah. Every track would have a theme. Oh, yeah. And he would say, you know, different things he was into. And I would just try to project into the room. So I would, I would crank the preamp. I would stand off to the side and I would say certain phrases of certain words and he would do the takes. And then we'd oh, go yeah. in and I'd cut myself out and then move it and slide it and get it like into a certain rhythm on certain beats and whatnot and try to create you know some type of burst chorus or just just some kind of um you know just a semblance to the uh right. to the track and and the other thing is it's really good it's so good and so it then opened me up to listening to more of Ian's work, which is also really good. So what a story, you know, one of many in the disability community. Um, and I find that not only are the people that we help so cool, but like I found the coolest people in the world and they're DSPs like Ian, like there are people that work with people with disabilities and I, I never meet one that I don't want to hang out with, you know, it's, it's true. Talk about the Trudeau Center for anybody who doesn't know, either of you, you know, that, that you want to talk about. And then I, I got a question about it for, for Donald as well. What what the type of work that you do, you're in Warwick. Talk about, you know, what 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 the center is and you know the the, the just an overview. I mean, what I do, I mean, I, I work with community support for Trudeau. So I usually work one-on-one -on -one with clients, clients with disabilities. And I usually like to meet them where they're at and just push them into things that they like to do and just kind of wh wherever they're at, try to push them, um, you know, with what, what they want to do, with their motivation, what they're into um, to, you know, accomplish things and, and make their lives better, um, easier, um, you know, with challenges, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, with, with what I do with Donnie, you know, um, yeah, you're enhancing his life, which yeah. is part of our mission. It, there's all different departments with you. There's group homes. There's yeah. there's uh, you know HPTs. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I can go through all the departments. Oh yeah, like so. Yeah, like the Trudeau Center helps um, approximately a thousand Rhode Islanders, typically from birth till death. So meaning early intervention that can start as early as three months. Um, and then we go right into HBCS, home-based children's services. So um, um, uh, we have an ABA clinic, um, applied behavioral analysis is the um, is, a, is a program to help children with autism. So we're really- And then um, like the teenage and then, and portion then have, of CSS would be like a PASS program. So, and then 
when the when the people become adults, they move into like a community yeah. support or yeah, we really we really offer a continue uh, uh, we offer a continuity of care for people with disabilities from birth until end of life. Mm-hmm. And that includes early intervention to pathways, our two schools that treat autistic children. Um, and we've got group homes, which I spent a lot of time in, which is uh, we've got seven group homes in Warwick, Rhode Island that house adults with disabilities. Um, and I spent a lot of time there, loveliest place ever. And then we've got Donald, uh, an adult part of our community day services. MCDT. Yeah. MCDT. <laughs> and, and our mission is to promote an enhanced quality of life for individuals with disabilities. And that's what we do. And I always remind myself of the mission. So um, we're here to enhance our clients' lives. And that's what we do, whether it's through finding their art and working on it to taking them to the library to you know exercise yeah you know anything healthy eating living skills everything adults and children so that's what makes us a little bit different sometimes some some just deal with some other nonprofits it's just children or some other nonprofits it's adults we do have um the full scope donald do you uh do you love the trudeau center yeah i do yeah, I can see how it would be a magical yeah, yeah. experience because you're you're connecting with people who are willing to go yeah, yeah. those yeah, next steps. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And he also uh, Donald is a swimmer. Um we we oh, at yeah, the yeah. Trudeau Center, we foster we love, we foster um Special Olympics. We have our own Special Olympics team. Um and yeah. Donald, you are you are a swimmer. Oh yeah, beautiful. What position do you play in softball? Oh, everywhere. Everywhere, utility, nice. Utility player. I was gonna say the bit the the the, the most important player on the team, the utility player, right? Well, kind of, yeah, yeah. I'm always amazed by anybody whose life in is devoted to helping other people twenty four seven. That's that's what you guys do. What's the impact been on your life from the work you've done at Trudeau? Ian and, and Kathleen? Uh, for me, I mean, I just, I like, I like working with guys one-on-one, helping them out. I like, um, I like the freedom and the, uh, like the schedule, you know, being a musician, being an artist, I have kind of weird hours and with, with kids and whatnot too. So I like the flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gives me, you know, a chance to like share my skills or, you know, my expertise or whatever with other people and, you know, it's a win-win. Can I, you know, I went to school for social work and I went to Rick. I have a, I have a bachelor's in social work and I've just been in human services a long time. So whatever job I had over the last 18 years, I've always kept um, Trudeau. I've always been employed at Trudeau um, no matter what I did. And I've always kept the relationship with different guys like Donnie and other people um, at the agency. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, I think it's, yeah, it's life-changing. It's got and, a family and it last, vibe. And it lasts, it lasts, Pat, you want to create memories that, you know, you want to create good memories that last, you know, a lifetime or go beyond that. Um, like you were saying, like leave something behind that's, you know, I don't want to say a legacy, but, you know, something, something that's concrete and great, you know, something positive. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, and for me, I mean, I've worked in communications in Rhode Island for my whole entire career. Um, so this would be my first nonprofit job. I worked in higher ed and newspapers before that. Love those jobs. Um, at the Trudeau Center, there's never a lack of content to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's almost always positive. Even last even last week, we had a death of a group home resident, a um, 69-year-old man who I'd met many, many times. Um, but, and he died, and that's sad, and I got to write about him. Um, but I know because I spent so much time in that group home that he had such a nice life. And that's made me feel good that I've met people who have a child and, um, you know, at some point, maybe that child's going to be in a group home or be under a different situation. And I like to be able to assure them that they're loving places and that um, we're taking great care of our people. And I'm sure so is everybody else, you know, that they're in good hands. Um, So that means a lot to me. And I think of it as um, it's such a fun job. And I am not in every day working with people with disabilities. I certainly have lunch every day during the week with people with disabilities. Um, But I find that part of the job when I do take on a shift um, at a group home, I find it to be just so enriching. And uh, now I know what I'm going to do when I retire, because when I'm sick of writing all the time, I'm going to go work at a group home or I'm going to go work with Donald, you know, something like that. Mm. So it's good to know that that's I found where I want to be amongst the people I want to spend time with Donald, like Donald. (laughs) So special. Do you feel that the general public, from your standpoint, Kathleen, do you feel like the general public knows the type of work that goes on on a day in, day out basis, year in, year out basis in a in an organization, an agency like Trudeau? Or is that does that story need to be told more? Is there still a gap between what people understand about your community as a whole? I think it's come a long way. I really do. Um, And I think that rate reform recently came a long way, which is great, um, which was well overdue. We did um, have some wins last year for rate reform. But yes, I think that more people should know. And um, yeah, well, I don't even like to talk about the pandemic anymore. Um, I think along the lines, we all thought we would hear stories about the pandemic and you would think, well, that's who I feel the sorriest for that's why that's what makes me the saddest but then for me it was the group homes um because you don't know until you know you know we all saw the pictures of people at the glass like waving to people um but that was that was what was happening in the group group home it's a it's a setting that could not have visitors um so that was sad and i think that it became a little bit part of people's consciousness then that that these are these are staffed 24 hours a day uh, we have seven group homes 24 hours a day and overnight shifts and um they're running you know they're running a household and they're running a family and um but i think that people people are starting to to understand and you know when we're at special olympics people are like applauding our efforts so i feel like i feel like we're 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 making our way people are starting to learn yeah i think people yeah. definitely just should be more aware of this i know i'm trying to be and i think that you you know there's so many aspects to the sector that are just 
taken for granted. And there's a lot of people working like in the community that you wouldn't even know are disabled that have, you know, full-time or part-time jobs. And they're just part of, you know, society. And uh, maybe they're Trudeau clients, maybe they're not, you know, maybe they're. Yes. uh, Yes. That's also, I love to, um, I love to frequent establishments that hire people with disabilities. Um, Donald works at EB. He goes yeah, in with yeah. a crew every day. Yeah, I do, yeah. And do you like your job? Well, yeah, I do. They love, he loves He's been his over job. The, it's been over a decade, right? You've been there? Uh, 10 years. 10 years, so. Wow. Yeah. It's consistent yeah. and. There's little, little spots all around Rhode Island that are, you know, companies that are doing the right thing and hiring people with disabilities. And um, Donald is, you wait. For his party on Friday, so many people have RSVP'd from EV. Oh, yeah, yeah. So many. Are you looking forward to it? Donnie, you looking forward to Friday night, the release party? Yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah. He's been talking about what he's going to wear for a while. Do you know yet? Oh. <laughs> Such an, it's an important part. You know, you got, you got the... Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's, 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 some people would argue it's as important as the music. You know what I mean? The image, yeah. I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, we're doing great things here. Great things. I mean, our our school for autistic kids um, pathways is a whole other story. You know, there's so many stories. It's hard to to fill it into a sentence. But um, you know, just just out there supporting people and doing it as nicely and professionally as. Possible. He has a YouTube page with the record oh, yeah, where you can yeah, listen yeah. to it and have some of the artwork on it. And um, my wife, she went to RISD for a little bit. She helped. She always helps with my project. So she helped kind of put the artwork together and, um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. for the album cover and whatnot. In the back yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's really, it's super cool. cool. It's really exciting. Um, so it's this Friday. March 31st, 6 to 9 p.m. at the Trudeau Center, which is at 3445. That's 3445 Post Road in Warwick um, in the Recreation Building. Before we sign off, you know, how's this experience of making this record changed? Or or let me actually rephrase that because what is this talk? how, How does this experience, Ian? define the power of the creative arts as a way for us to communicate with each other. What have you learned about that, that broad sort of, um, Um, you know, um, I just think, yeah, music, music is a language that's universal. Um, and I think when you, when you make something original, I mean, it doesn't have to be original, but when you make something original and you create something out of nothing, and you put yourself out there, you can really connect with people on another level besides just the mundane, not not that regular life is bad, but this is like a special kind of bridge. It's a special tier, um, I think, art, art, uh, being an artist. And, um, you know, so for Donnie to create this, you know, this masterpiece, create this record um, that he can share with people and share with maybe other people with disabilities and beyond from other states and whatnot, um, I think it just bridges the gap, you know, for, um, you know, for whatever you think your limit is, it's probably not your limit and you can push, you can push past it. And I think art is a great tool for that. Um, 
I'm trying to think of better words. Uh, no, that's no, pretty that good. Was, that was good. That was, that was, yeah. And I, you know, I want, I, I had the idea. I was like, you know, if we put this out there, there's a really good chance. Maybe a local newspaper will cover it. Maybe. And I just wanted it. I just wanted to just put it out there for him um, and let him just, yeah. you know, receive, you know, right. bask, bask in the, the work he's done. Right. It's great work. And it's, it's all, if he sold this record on the side, I would, I told him, it's like, now you're an entrepreneur. Now you have this job for a decade at EB, but then yeah. if you sell this record and you even sell it to just your friends and family. Now you create a side business. Now you, you know, you're a, yes, you, know, he's you have learning. an independent business of sorts. Exactly. Donald's learning so much um, oh, yeah. from oh, the yeah. process. Oh yeah. I know how to create debt as an artist, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, we can do this. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, and Donald I, had a Donald had a dream, right? Like that's it's as simple as that. Donald Donald had a dream yeah. to yeah. be a rock star of sorts, right? Oh, yeah. that's right. So now somebody's got to get this record in front of Drake <laughs> or somebody. Get the record in front of Drake or somebody in the industry. So if he's listening now, we uh, yeah. yeah, make sure you you advance this thing. Ian, yeah. Kathleen, Donnie, hey amazing work it's a special special project and and you all deserve a lot of credit for it in a way that i don't think most people understand because it's a it's a really beautiful effort thank you appreciate that thank you yeah passion over profit you know that's yep. that's what it's about no, no <laughs> good You've been hearing me talk a lot about the University of Rhode Island's online cannabis certificate program. And with the legalization of recreational cannabis that went into effect last year, well, cannabis can open up doors for your career. Whether you're already in the industry or just wondering what is a pathway to break into the field, the University of Rhode Island has that program to help you become highly competitive in numerous areas of the cannabis industry. Fully accredited by URI's College of Pharmacy, the certificate program is 100% online and it can be completed in just two semesters. The next application deadline for the summer 2023 session is April 4th, coming right up. And courses start on May 9th. Learn more at uri.edu slash online slash cannabis or give them a call at 401-874-5280.